Good morning and welcome to Shouts of Grace. This morning we are going to be continuing. Actually, not continuing. Whoa. This is a little bit weird. I'm used to saying we're continuing our study in Psalms, but that's not where we are. We've finished our study in Psalms. We've actually even taken just a little bit of a break, and we are going to be starting a new study, and we're going to be starting a study on Christ our Healer. On Christ our Healer, or if you want to look at the names of God, that idea of the name of God, Jehovah Rapha, which we're going to be going... uh, Back in looking at that and taking a little bit more in-depth look at that Jehovah Rapha, but I'm really, really excited to dive into this and to really look uh, at Christ being our healer. And I am excited to start with this because, uh, you you know, this is something that a lot of times I just don't think it's, it's talked about a whole lot. Uh, how God is a healer. I mean, it's it's one of his names. It's it's part of who he is. It's part of his character that he is a healer. And so I am excited to get into that. And we're going to be starting, interestingly, with a few presuppositions, kind of some important foundations that we're going to be laying for that. But before we get into that, and that's why we're going to be looking at Genesis chapter 1 here today, Genesis chapter 1. We might even get into a little bit of Genesis chapter 2. We'll we'll see how far we get. But one of the things that I want us want to do is I want to give you an update on where, well, kind of what happened in these these 10 days uh, or so of taking a little bit of time off. Um, I, I saw that some of you uh, listened to a couple of the radio shows that that I put out that I re-aired on this. Uh, let me know in the comment section if you you like that, if you like those, because I can go ahead and run some of those. That would not be a problem at all to go ahead and to do that, to run some of those uh, as extra things if people like that, especially uh, while between series um, and different things like that. But Also, uh, just to give you a little bit of an update, unfortunately, I was not able to get near as much done as what I was hoping to. I ended up having a lot of other uh, pressing matters come up uh, during this time. Iowa, the state that I'm in, went into a special session. In fact, if you're listening uh, to this, it's later today, uh, Tuesday, July 11th, that Iowa goes into a special session um, specifically to talk about the heartbeat bill and life and uh, all of that is is going on. And that ended up taking a lot of my time and a lot of my energy uh, as that's an issue that's really important to me. And so I spent a lot of time uh, calling representatives, talking to them, texting them, uh, writing uh, some things uh, for that. And uh, also um, ended up doing a few extra radio shows uh, and interviews on those. Um, I, you know, sometime maybe I, I should link some of those over here on this. Uh, if you're if you're interested in that, I can go ahead and do that. Um, just let me know in the comment section. But uh, so unfortunately, I did not get near as far as what I would hope. Um, the 
the enemies within the church uh, study, as far as I know, is still progressing forward. I don't have a hard timeline yet on that, so I don't want to go and tell you a a date as to when I think it's going to come out, because I've done that before uh, when a book is at the editor for publishing and um, ended up over-promising and under-delivering on that time frame because it's out of my hands. And, and so I don't want to do that for you. I'm waiting to till I get an actual hard time frame uh, to say when that is going to be coming out. But I am excited for that study and for sure we'll let you know as soon as I find out. Um, I am still planning on getting a a uh, an ebook done. I had to stop and think what was that called there? An ebook done uh, here by the end of the summer. Um, so I'm, I'm shooting for the end of August on that on uh, repentance is what the subject is going to be on that. And uh, now it's going to be a little bit of a shorter book. It's going to be, uh, of course, um, given out there uh, to those uh, who are who are subscribers uh, to the Substack that I have, uh, paid subscribers to the Substack. And so that Substack is shoutsofgrace.substack.com. You can go ahead and find out more on that. Um, I feel like there's another thing I'm supposed to give an update on. Maybe not, though. If it comes to me later on in the middle of the episode, I'll go ahead and let you know, and then I will give an update tomorrow, too, at the beginning of the episode, if there's something else. And if there's something I'm forgetting about, put it in the comment section so that I can remember uh, what I'm supposed to be giving an update for. But, like I said, we're going to be talking about Christ, our healer. And I am really, really excited about this because, you, you, you know, I don't believe that that God— wants you to go and to live a life of of sickness, uh, of illness, and to to be worn and to have your your body destroyed. Um, I, I in fact, I think I can say with without a shadow of a doubt, that was not his original design. And that's where we're going to start today is looking at what God's original design was for mankind. And so that means we're going to be reading, Genesis chapter 1. Once again, that's Genesis chapter 1. That is the absolute very beginning of the Bible, Genesis chapter 1. And I'm excited to go and to look at this today, but without further ado, let's get into it here. Genesis chapter 1, it says this, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light, and it was good, and he divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. So the evening and the morning were the first day. Then God said, Let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it uh, divide the waters from waters. Thus God made the firmament, and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament, and it was so. And God called the firmament heaven. So the evening and the morning were the second day. Then God said, Let the waters under the heavens be gathered together in one place, and let dry land appear. And it was so. And God called the dry land earth, and the gathering together of the waters he called seas. And God saw that it was good, and then God said, Let the earth bring forth grass 
uh, the herb that yields seed, and the fruit tree that yields according to its kind, whose seed is in itself on the earth, and it was so. And the earth brought forth grass, the herb that yields seed according to its kind, and the tree that yields fruit, whose seed is in itself according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. So evening and the morning were the third day. And God said, let there be lights in the firmament and the heavens to divide the day from the night, and let there be for signs and seasons, and for days and years, and let them be for lights in the firmament of the heavens and light of the earth. And it was so. Then God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. God set them in the firmament of the heavens to give light to the earth and to rule over the day and over the night and to divide the light from darkness. And God saw that it was good. So the evening and the morning were the fourth day. And God said, let the waters abound with the abundance of living creatures and the birds fly above the earth across the face of the ferment from the heavens. So God created the great sea creatures and every living thing that moves, uh, with which the waters abounded according to its kind, and every winged bird according to its kind. And God saw that it was good, and God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the earth, uh, and, excuse me, and fill the waters in the seas, and let the birds multiply on the earth. And so the evening and the morning were the fifth day. And then God said, Let the earth bring forth the living creatures according to its kind, and, cat, and uh, cattle and creeping thing, and beasts of the earth, each according to its kind. And it was so. And God made the beasts of the earth according to its kind, and the cattle according to its kind, and everything that creeps on the earth to its kind. And God saw that it was good. And then God said, Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the air and over the cattle and over the, uh, all the earth and over uh, the creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female. He created them. Then God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful, and multiply, fill the earth, subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that lives on the earth. And God said, See, I have given, every, given you every herb that yields seed, which is on the face of the earth, and every tree whose fruit yields seed to you. It shall be for food. Also every beast of the earth, and every bird of the air, and over everything that creeps on the earth, in which there is life. I have given every green herb for food, and it was so. And then God saw everything that he made, and indeed it was good. And so the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Now, there's a couple things that I want to point out here that are very important. The, the first one is, is that it says, in the beginning, God. In the beginning, God. And in that statement is something so profound, specifically when it comes to healing, because the doctrine of healing or the doctrine of health, when we look at it, it, of course, is attached to the doctrine of life. And as we look at this idea of the doctrine of life, well, where do we start? God is the author of life. He's the one who goes and creates mankind. He creates everything. But it's not just that he's the author of life. It is that he is the self-existent one. In the beginning, God. God is not dependent on another being. He is the first cause. 
He is the only cause. He is the cause that went and created life. He is the giver of life. He possesses life. Life is in his nature. In the beginning, God. So first of all, we see in the character of God, we see that life, which of course that life is obviously where we would see health would spring out from and where healing then would spring out from because life is the opposite of death. And of course, along with life comes healing, comes health, and along with death comes sickness, right? We, we, we see that sickness, illness, and disease, and, and decay and destruction. And so we see that there's a separation in these two things because one thing comes from God, which he is self-sustaining, and he goes then and he imparts this into the world. And how cool is it to stop and to think that this self-sustaining God, who it says in the beginning, God, he created the heavens and the earth. He did all of this. But then we could go and see in Psalm 139 that he forms you in your mother's womb. There's not a human being that has ever walked the face of this earth who is not formed in their mother's womb by God himself. Is that not incredible to stop and to just think about how awesome that is? But then I want to point out something else that is profound. And that is through all of this creation, God said, and it was good. And it was good. And it was good. And it was good. In fact, at the very end, this is how he finished he, this chapter. He goes and he says, says uh, Then God saw everything that he made, and indeed it was very good. And so the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Now, I'm just going to stop and ask you a question Is sickness, is death good? Shouldn't take you very long to think on that one, because sickness and death are not good. They're the opposite of good. In fact, what we're going to see tomorrow is that sickness and death, they enter the world through sin. They enter the world through sin. That's how they enter into mankind and into the human race is that they enter in through sin. So therefore, God's original design was void of sickness. It was void of illness. It didn't have a design for death. And this is God's original intention for man. This is in God's creation. He goes and he tells man exactly what he wants man to do. He, he says to, to, to go and to have dominion on the earth, to be fruitful, to multiply. That was God's original design. We can go and see next in, in chapter 2 that, that, that God, and in, in, in chapter 3, that, that God's design was then to have a relationship with mankind, and he was going and walking uh, amongst man and Adam and Eve there uh, as he went and he created them and formed Adam uh, from the dust of the ground and formed Eve from the, the, the rib of Adam. And we, we go and we see this concept that, that God's desire for mankind was that he created this earth for us to go and to have have dominion over, to be fruitful, to multiply. But also then, he created us so that he would have a relationship with us. But his design was not for us to have sickness. It wasn't for us to have 
illness. It wasn't for us to have death. That that wasn't the goal of God. See, so many people, and this is a big theology that, that comes out, and they come out and they say, in fact, I was just reading of an evangelist the other day who, who has this in his bio, uh, but they come out and they say, you know, God gave me this illness. He created me with this illness. No, 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 he didn't. God did not give you an illness. He didn't make you with a sickness. He didn't make you in, in that way. That wasn't God's original design. He didn't go and say, oh, and I'm going to give you some cancer. That, that wasn't God's original design. That wasn't his intention for you. That cancer, that sickness, that death that comes into play, those all come from the entrance of sin. And we need to understand the healing that God brings. And in the doctrine of healing, we need to understand it with this premise. God's design for man was not to be sick. Whenever we, we go and we look at this, it wasn't God's design for mankind to be sick. Now, that doesn't mean uh, because some people are going to be coming out and saying like, oh, so you're saying that you never get sick or things like that. No, no, that's not what I'm saying at all, because sin did enter the world. It did enter the world. But we're going to have to see what those impacts are on that. But one thing that we do understand is that sin did not change the nature of God. It didn't change who God is. It doesn't change who God was, and it certainly will not change who God will be because yesterday, today, forever, Jesus is the same. All may change, but Jesus never glory to his name. He doesn't change. God doesn't change. He is immutable. But sin entering the world did change mankind. It did change mankind. And so that's what we're going to be looking at tomorrow, is to see the changes that that brought. And of course, it does change the way that God interacts with mankind. We're going to see that tomorrow as well. But that doesn't change God's desire for man. It doesn't change his purpose for man. And it certainly doesn't change his character or his nature at all. Well, thank you for listening to Shouts of Grace here today, and I hope that as we go through this series that, that you'll be able to, to really see God's desire for you and for your life and how to walk inside His Word. Well, thank you for listening today, and remember Joshua 1, 8, 9 as we depart. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it, for then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you, be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you, wherever you go. Oh, but even in darkness, we hold to the promise. There's nothing we can't overcome. So that war you've been fighting will end in God's timing. Sing like the battle's been won. Then you feel it, the song that is rising. Then you can't help but let it out. If you're trusting in faith, even now while you wait, lift up a victory shout. already begun Know that
God's up to something.